What's up, everybody? How you doing, Corey? What's up? Seven. Eight. No, the movie Seven. Oh. What? Yo, why was Six afraid of Seven? Why? Cause <laughs> Seven, Eight, Nine. Nice. Dude, David Fincher. I love finches. They're a pretty cool bird. Panic Room, Fight Club, Mind Hunter, Gone Girl, Seven, 1995. Gone Girl's like 2012 or something like that, right? Yeah. 2014? Yeah, something like that. We showed this movie. They're all so similar. To my girlfriend? Yeah. And she she'd said, never seen it before. She'd never seen Seven, and she said, "I like that movie. It it didn't feel like a movie from 1995. Felt like uh, it could have been modern day, mm-hmm. just like a grittier, mm-hmm. like tone or feel." Yeah, and I I agree with that. It would probably would have been like the we probably would have seen the HDR, 1440p or something on Netflix if it was a modern movie, and it might have been crisper. But the time period, the the shit that the characters was dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Very applicable to modern day. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, like a really interesting detective mystery, really, like, I would say this, but really dark, noir. Really gritty. Really gritty. Um, had a little bit of, like, uh, not necessarily, like, historical, but <clears throat> biblical. Period piece. Like, it, it was a period of time. Well, it was biblical. Like, those, oh, okay. those seven deadly sins are... Uh, maybe they're not biblical, but no, it was, it it's was... all Dante's stuff, and it has to do with yes. hell and heaven and what what things are unforgivable as far as purgatory and all do that shit is. Do you find the same concepts kind of pop up with, like, his other movies as well? The same, like, Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah, kind of like high culture, like artwork and... Um... He tries to... Tries to do sophisticated things, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even the main character, Morgan Freeman, is a very, like, high-class character. He's, he's God, you he, know. Yeah, he is God. Literally God. When I hear God's voice, I hear Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think everybody does. That's very, <laughs> that's very normal. Um, the voice in your head. No, but, even, I mean, he was a detective, and he was seven days away from retirement when the movie starts. But he's he's very cultured. He goes to the library at night pays the guards or whatever the security guards who are playing poker and he makes that comment he goes you know you got a, a world full of knowledge here and you spend the time playing poker and uh he likes to read and yeah. well i don't necessarily think he likes to read i noticed that he probably spent a lot of his time there as a detective going and looking in the library for material you sure. know give me a little bit of background on you know why a certain crime happened in a certain way where could have they've gotten like influence or something for the crimes that they committed let's go back and look at the history nowadays you can sit at your desk the whole time while you do that but yep that would have been slightly different it would have been uh it's probably wouldn't be as interesting in a modern time because you don't have that element of it yeah you'd have to shoot it in a different way yeah you'd have to have him in his like office and his debt in his probably a similar room like this I watched something. Computer really... in his room by himself with his bed, disheveled. 
I, I dirty as fuck, and he's on the computer looking for material to yeah. research his case and do all that stuff. But he now nowadays you can do that with the internet. Simple Google and look for the book that you want and yeah. get a quote. I was going to mention to you the Don't Fuck With Cats. It's a documentary on Netflix that you can watch now. And uh, that takes the amateur Facebook group detectives for a video of someone um, like this internet stranger from looks like he's from like 4chan or something posts a video on live leak or something like that of him torturing a cat and his facebook group got around and um did their little detectives by like on the internet looking at what were the outlets in his room where which country was he in and his clothes that he was wearing and the bedspread and it's a really good documentary that the story spirals out of control Oh yeah, just because you have video of you doing something, everyone there's there's a way to identify what's going on, and you take the yes. crowd mentality aspect to it, and you're like, there's a high chance we uh, figure this shit out type thing. Yeah, I love the Reddit's where I'm like, what is this, or where did this come from, or does anybody know what this is? Yeah. And they'll just throw a photo of what they find or a description and be like, oh, I know what that is. Like some random person will chime in and be like, I'm a uh, underground blah 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 yeah. blummer or something and that's a uh, blah 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 or you know you find some old buried bullshit from a war and yeah some veterans like oh yeah that was the casing we used for da 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 yeah it's really interesting that you can almost find out anything about anything but it's not perfect like it's not it, it's, it's not almost, guaranteed you yeah. gotta take it with a grain of salt and there's still unknowns in this world. It's just because you have access to information and, and knowledge doesn't mean that you critically think and apply it correctly, but also that you just you, – you almost need, like, someone to guide you through the information. That's like there's still a value in, in having an expert in something. Yep. And so in this movie, it was kind of detectives. Like, one of them was a younger guy, Brad Pitt, um, who plays a really interesting, really good character in this movie – who thinks he's, you know, like I've worked homicide before. I know what I'm doing. I've Five years at- in a different district, in a different city, and uh, I've seen dead bodies, and I've seen bad things. And Morgan's like, you have you been anything. in New York? All right, no? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Watch and learn. Yeah. And they, they do not get along. Their first interaction is not a good one. That's straight at the top of the movie. You can see Brad Pitt's like standing there in the street in the rain. Of course, it's fucking pouring, which I thought was hol- it's always like uh, an interesting element to an acting scene is like when there's when you're drenched, you wear normal clothes and now you got to do this scene and you're going to get drenched while you're doing it, you're while you're talking in person. Yeah. And it was for two minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was an establishing shot. And you can see that his like dis- not disappointment on his face, but his surprise and his like. He's almost like, all right, well, that was my first impression of the detective I'm going to be working under. Yep. And uh, this might be a, a slog. We might, I might be in for a slog. And you can tell that, oh, this guy's old. He doesn't really know. He's more methodical. He's not ready to go get it. Not not uh, not young. He's just kind of like biding his time until he gets to retire. But lo and behold, he's like, I think you need me for this case. I'll stay on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean – uh, 
Morgan Freeman calls it from right at the start. He says, this is not the, the last murder that we're going to see. There's going to be a series of these. And This is methodical. Yeah. It's a... <clears throat> You mentioned uh, during the movie we were watching, remind you of uh, Mindhunter? Yeah. yeah. So, so David Fincher is a part of Mindhunter, which has uh, two seasons right now. And it's actually like on a hiatus. Like I don't think they've renewed it for a third season, which sucks. But Mindhunter is a really good show if you like anything the detective. The first season was amazing. You, yeah, you've seen it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah just interesting. Um, it's not it's even t- just interesting. It's fascinating. Okay. It's like a whole different world that you just don't know exists, but it's also like a little bit edgy. Sure. Like there's shit you've never seen, obviously, and then the way that they deal with it, and it's, it's such a totally different take on uh, on detective work and finding a murderer, and it's like these things are so outlandish, but it's actually real. Like you could go down to me- Louisiana or something and you find to it. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a, a spree killer, like a serial killer um, is, has a system. It has a, a, a way of being like, you know, if they're a single guy that's middle aged, you know, le- or late thirties, early forties, kind of a loner has to dart around because bodies end up missing they they develop a profile of this person you know it's so it's so interesting because it's the psychology of people that just aren't normal and they just they, they act fall like normal people. so far like, outside the normal yeah. realm of of like who you would think would do something like that yep yep um and this movie was was very psychological i would say oh yeah um just i love myself a good detective story in the city, just there's one action scene in this movie. And it's not even like it's kind of I noticed it's very like shaky cam. Like I was thinking, I was like, this is not a good action scene. I think it's it was movie, appropriate though. for the movie. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still high tension yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah. It wasn't it, it, it it's a thriller. I mean you're you're excited, especially as, as we get towards the end, you're like, what is going to happen? And then all of a sudden you're like, Kevin Spacey, what? Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He's not dead. He's just not with us. No longer with us. He's not dead, but uh, he might as well will be. <laughs> He's like, might as well be. Yeah. Um, the... Let's see. What about what else about Gwyneth Paltrow? No, the the intro. What a hottie! Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is beautiful. You you said she looks exactly the same. Nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. And but then in uh, Endgame, I mean, you could compare two stills of the same a, woman, and she looks lady. exactly the same. Too bad she's dumb. Yeah, she's she's a little weird. Into the crystals and shit. That's what I hear. She's into some crazy shit. Have you watched her documentary? I've not. I've just heard stuff about yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard stuff about it too. So maybe we're just talking out of our ass. But yeah, that's enough for me to say, oh, she's uh, she's a little cray cray. I'm, I'm, I don't need to watch that shit. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get sucked the, in. The the intro. They had an intro for this movie. You don't see intros anymore. What was the intro? Uh, kind of a creepy music video vibe, like Nine Inch Nails. At least it sounded like Nine Inch Nails to me. I have no idea if that's right. What were the visuals? Uh, just creepy stuff happening. Like, 
someone um, drawing in the journal that they find later in the killer's apartment. Mm. And I think I was in the bathroom when you started. No, no, no. You you were there. You watched it. Too you drunk? just don't remember it. Yeah. Um, Substance abuse. But it was a, it was a really interesting uh, like intro. It was like really creepy music, and it, re- it really sets the tone. And I I I think that'll make a comeback I like eventually. Come on, mine. You like come on your back. <laughs> if you guys need a back to come on, Corey is. It's not for free. Definitely not for free. Yeah. We make money anywhere out, any way we can out here. Yeah. Speaking of money, I won't do it. I won't grab it. When this shit doesn't expire, right? Okay. I'm just gonna uh, use we it. We have the free game. Eventually, I'm gonna use it. Yeah. Every episode, right? We just gotta do it until someone. No, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm covering the code right here, but if you could see through my finger origins uh Leave we a are comment. we have a giveaway for assassin's creed origins first person to comment we will give you assassin's creed origins free game no strings attached all for you um no one's gonna do it let's move on um more about the movie though like i it, it, it's a one-off movie like yeah, there's no sequel there's no sequel nothing to ruin the original it wasn't set up to idea be an IP, yeah just a, a good standalone movie that told a story that wasn't afraid of making the main characters do really odd things that what if they moved, made a movie called eight uh, they won't make a movie called eight and it was the seven deadly sins plus cyber bullying <laughs> it's a new deadly sin cyber bullying don't do it that sounds like the donnie darko sequel <laughs> s darko Um, I really like that, like, little things in this movie that they didn't list Kevin Spacey, who ends up being the actor who plays the killer, and he's not revealed until the last 20 minutes of the film, which is an awesome choice. When I first saw it, I was like, wow, I didn't, I know that actor because I had watched Usual Suspects, another great 90s movie, uh, criminal film, and... I actually knew him from there, and I liked the actor because I loved the way he portrayed. Um, no spoilerinos or anything. You guys go, should go watch Usual Suspects if you haven't seen that. But his whole acting in that movie, um, very. We'll method just bleep acting. it out every time you say something important. I'll go bleep. Yeah, you can do that. Um, but it, they they didn't list him in the opening credits, so you had no idea. That you weren't on the lookout for a right. Kevin Where's Spacey Kevin Spacey? Where is he at? I saw yes. his name in the beginning. And that's a good. That's and then you good. can draw the conclusion of like, oh, the only character I haven't seen, the killer has to be Kevin Spacey, and it kind of sets you up. So exactly. They like really keep you away from knowing anything about the movie in the beginning. So something different is that I was kind of on the lookout for Channing Tatum when I watched Hateful Eight because he was in the opening credits, and he's another character with in a similar role where he only pops up in the last. He's only in the movie for like twenty minutes. Yeah. He plays a really good, great role as as the brother, but uh, I was sort of like, "Where is he? Where is he? Where is he?" Oh, there he is. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind it. I liked it. But if they had done something similar, that would have been cool. Yeah. But, um, I've but got, I've got in a, order for him to be in that movie, he his contract said, "I want to be in the opening credits." <laughs> maybe that yeah. there's, there's weird things that happen like right. that. Like it's it's a big deal with 
the first actor who's listed and then um there's there's something to be said about like if it's written the like screenplay by someone and someone or someone and then the and sign the ampersand okay those mean different things like one of them means you co-wrote it together right and one of them means one person wrote it and then the other person added on to it and there's a distinction i don't know the right. details but everything you see in with the credits in the beginning and then the credits at the end it's very methodical like they oh, yeah. put it for a reason yeah there's someone in charge of that shit there's someone who has to go well, by what's in contracts yeah exactly yeah yeah uh they they say a lot of times that a director's first movie is reflective on it, it may not be perfect for the first movie in fact most movies are not their best work their first one but they've got elements of it and this is the same with with david fincher i'm not sure if this is his first movie or not actually i know it's not because he he had another movie called um it wasn't called stalker but it was called like loner or it was a black and white film about a character who uh stalks other people does he do anything to them uh i i don't remember i haven't seen that movie in forever i don't think i've watched all the way through but Fight Club is what it, he's definitely known for. Oh, Social Network. That's Social Network. Yeah, totally another. The game. Great movie. No, no. Panic Room, of course. You already mentioned. Maybe it was Christopher Nolan that I'm thinking of because I get Christopher Nolan and David Fincher mixed up a lot because I like both their styles. Mm, but they, he did World War Z. Who? Two. Just David, kidding. David Fincher. World War Z two is apparently coming out. Yeah, World War Z two is coming out. Another Brad Pitt movie. Not going to be as good as the book. Don't go watch it. I'm just kidding. I have never seen it before. Yeah, just talking about your ass. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm incorrect on that. What was David Fincher's first movie? Are you able to... Is there I, anything before 1995? Because this, this had the feel of an early movie in a director's career, you know? Rick Springfield, Beat of the Live He's probably like, Drum? He probably helped out with that or wrote it or something. I mean... Alien 3, 1992. Yeah, that, that, I, maybe that's one of his first films. 7, 1995, and Fight Club, 1999. Yeah, yeah. Gone Girl was 2014. Cool. I love him. Love him as a director. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, is that the one with uh, Daniel Craig? Yes. Well, I don't know if it's for sure that one, but. Yeah, it is. Okay. Did we get a sequel to that? Like a. A non-foreign sequel? I don't know. I, I'm actually going to go back and watch those now that you mention that. Cause it's like an inter- it. it was an interesting movie. I watched it like pretty young. Like I wasn't ready for it probably. So if I, I go back and watch it. super young. I, uh, I watched this movie when I was like 14 or something. That explains 13. a lot. Yeah. It was I, – w- I remember going like, like is this? it's pretty graphic. It's pretty disturbing. Yeah. You got barbed wire wrapped around your legs. You got – what was that? What else was gruesome? I just remember that, like the fat guy tied up with barbed wire around his legs. I was like, yeah. "Yikes!" Self mutilation on the on the woman, or being fucked with a knife dildo. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy shit. It's like, who is thinking of this and writing yeah. it down? Right. And then let's shoot it for a movie. <laughs> but I like it. I I think all I like all that stuff. You're desensitized, probably. No, it still like hits me. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm desensitized, but I, I. Well, because I noticed we watched, that we watched another movie, Sergio. On, yeah, you on weren't. Netflix. 
you didn't it was like you didn't have movie. the emotional connect with that movie which i thought was interesting it it felt like a hallmark movie it felt like low budget it didn't feel like anything was put into the thought of no one's gonna watch this movie or anything like that like it's a, just a movie on netflix that's a biopic and no, nothing was interesting in the way dialogue is written whereas opposed that to seven when they're talking about the case and trying to figure out stuff if it's the if it's the captain of the police force and it's somerset which is morgan freeman and it's detective mills who's brad pitt the way those three are interacting morgan freeman's standing brad pitt's kind of sitting off to the side and the captain's behind his desk very like upright and the way they edited that scene or there was two of them was super well you the viewer are figuring out and you're you're figuring out the story through the dialogue of what they're saying but you're also figuring out how the characters are reacting to each other you can feel the tension between um somerset and mills from the start of the scene and the captain is like decisive and he he's very he, he seems like he has lots of experience nope you're gonna do this you're gonna do that and that that's storytelling that you're interested not only in the story, but you're interested in how they're telling the story. Yeah. And other movies, for example, the one we watched, Sergio, did not have that same storytelling art to it. And I, I wasn't interested. I, I liked the content. I liked – it was kind of interesting to see another side of the war on terror, those that were trying to do peaceful talks in the Middle East from the UN who had nothing to do with the United States. But – uh, yeah, story. it wasn't, and, that, yeah. and I don't think it was an interesting story to anyone who wasn't interested in this specific person. Pe- some people might be interested in uh, a diplomat's kind of life, and this one kind of goes into like his love life and all the stuff that he was dealing with. A lot in the love life. They showed Anna Armas all the time. A lot it's of all, It's Armas. almost a reason to watch the movie by itself. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Um, you still have to watch the movie with Keanu and her, but yeah. Well, I'll let I'll leave you to that one. Yeah, I, I thought it was decent. Uh, I forget what it's called, like the neighbors or something like that. Yeah, but he gets buried. Okay, it's fun. All right, I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting that you didn't have that. Sure, it wasn't like an en- a super engaging movie, but uh identified with the character i understood where he was coming from i understood yeah, his st- struggles st- let's, and let's stick with uh talking about seven because yeah. yeah fuck the other movie yeah so uh did you did you we, we both know we like this movie what what did you like about it mm, probably the mystery of it yeah you don't know who you don't know that it's kevin spacey you don't know what's coming you don't i mean unless you google the, the seven deadly sins real quick you may not know what's coming up next you may not know what you know sin of the murder is. The very end, obviously, two for one type of thing. Like, just the way they tied it up at the end, and very satisfying and the, conclusion. Yeah, the brutality of it, and and uh, the tenseness too. You know, it's you're always kind of on edge during the whole movie. Like, oh, they found another murder. Did they find who it is? You know, and the action scene kind of right in the middle of to kind of build it up and be like oh they found his home base and now they know what's happening so you kept your engagement the, in the whole middle time of the movie yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's we're on detective work detective work detective work 
oh shit, is that the guy? Yeah. He's got a gun, yeah. and now there's a chase scene. And now he's shooting at me, yeah. And there's consequences to that right. chase scene, like our, our character gets hurt and potentially almost dies, and just, yeah, it's a good breakup of the action. And it still ties into the end, too. He's like, I, I, I broke your face instead of killing you type thing, yeah. so. It all tied together very well. There wasn't really any loose ends or things that you could like pick apart. So yes, I like solid movies where there's no no room for for error. You just get to kind of enjoy. You don't have to. Doesn't leave questions at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like unbelievable. It was like, oh, that's bullshit. He wouldn't react that way, or he would. No, you. It. It. He was building the character up it's all to plausible. do what he did. It's all definitely plausible about. now. Like you walk, go watch it now, and you're like. That was actually kind of mild, but back in 1985, and I'm sure it was a little bit more like, I'd love This is the benefit of rewatching movies that you like with really good crafting is that you already know what's going to happen, but it's the setup. It's uh, rewatching this now with knowing exactly what the ending is going to be. You watch every scene that um, Brad Pitt is in is like he's setting his character up for what he does at the end. And it's a beautiful thing. It's why it's why it's worth. For viewers that are watching this who probably have seen the movie seven go rewatch it you might pick up on these things um and just you'll see what we mean by it the more times you watch a movie the more you learn yeah and if, if you rewatch a movie and you're bored by it don't do that like yeah. i i only we rewatch a lot of movies because we enjoy them that's we, well we also know that they're being we watch them because we enjoy them but because they're also quality like yes yeah yeah they're just Beyond just me and you liking them, we, we kind of have, there's like a... An it's beyond them being sense. like new. It's beyond who's like in them. It's beyond what the subject matter is. It's beyond yeah. what genre it is. You know, I don't think we necessarily have a genre boundary. We've got a theme of the style of movies that we've been watching, though. I mean, we've been watching darker movies, criminal movies, uh, gangster movies, uh, like movies about... Like, They're all the gangster movies. ...of society. Yeah. And like flawed characters like they're not really like happy movies they're not like rom-coms or you know yeah rom-coms aren't interesting they're all they're like low the first rom-com and the last rom-com they're all the same yeah yeah they're definitely literally romantic comedy so there's gonna be romance and there's gonna be like i like some rom-coms there's some good ones out there gotta have someone to cuddle up with makes it more enjoyable yeah all i have is my pillow yeah my bottle of lotion Any final thoughts on the movie? Nope. All right. Same solid. Here. I said everything I wanted to say. I'd give it a solid 9 out of 10. Yeah. This is a 4 out of 5 for me. It's 25 years old. Still holding up. Yep. All right, guys. Interact with us. Leave us a comment. Tell us if you like the movie 7. And put in your ass and see, see if you like it. See if you like it. Send us a message. Not about you, that, but don't about the movie. Yourself. Yeah. Please. Weirdo. <laughs> uh, viewers can make requests for movies. Absolutely. We can. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna be crazy. If you are watching our stuff, and you want to get on Discord with us, I'd be open to that. Yep. I don't want to speak for you and your time, but I, I'll I'll talk with you, and we'll maybe we'll you discuss your favorite movies. You can vet them, and then I'll join in if they're cool. Yeah. Don't. Don't be weird. We got, we got, if people are watching us to the length of our videos and the subject matter and the, we talking or we're too, like people are going to be normal. Like 
I don't think there's weirdos out there, but I'll let you meet him first. Yeah. You tell me. Hey, come meet Matthew. He's a great person. Yeah. No, but really, I mean, we're we're a small channel, and we want to get some interaction, and it'd be fun. Like, tell us about your favorite movie, or a couple movies you like, or a couple directors, and let's get something going. Like, maybe we could watch something and do an episode on it, or have that person. Social either. distancing. I would I would record a conversation with someone and like put it on, edit it into the, one of these videos, or I mean, there's so many things we can do. So I'm just putting it out there. Let's see what happens. And yeah, I've been doing. We got a great platform for you guys if you want to be heard. Yeah, a lot of people listening to us. A lot of people. Big following. Big following. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll (laughs) get there. Just keep, just keep (laughs) watching movies. Keep talking about them. Yeah. It's the plan. All right. Don't drink too much, guys. Wash your hands and don't stop touching your face. And make sure you do some anal.